Hey, Katie Bug. Hey, Eddie. Do you want to talk about mm, boogeymen? Oh, yes, I do. Here, Here we, we go. go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another very late installment of... Katie from the crypt. Of Katie from the crypt. Sorry for the lateness of this episode. Usually we record episodes on Sundays. Yes. And then I edit them. And then we release on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. But I was very, very sick. Very sick. Very sick this weekend. After three days, he only ate two. He only ate one meal in, in, two, in three days. Yeah, in like three days. Yeah, just. It was like I ate broth in a salad. That's <laughs> all I had. I drank broth and ate a salad for three days. So, yeah, so, so today is Friday afternoon. I've got off work. You're home from school. And we're recording this episode we should have recorded last Sunday. So, we're a little behind. Sorry about that. If you were following us on Twitter at Katie Crip, you would have known we were late because we posted about it and apologized in advance. But, I didn't post it. You posted well, it. Well, we the royal we <laughs> I handle all the internet stuff, but it's I in our name. Show. It's in our it's in our name. All I gotta do is own it. Yeah. Uh, own moving up to the microphone so everybody can hear you. There you go. Comment down below if you can hear me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't done anything with the website. I said before, I was like, I'm not sure if the comment section's even Nothing. working. I, I haven't. I had. We had all Labor Day weekend. You know, Labor Day weekend, we were going to have a big cookout here Sunday. We were going to have the pastor's family over. Daddy ruined it because he we, was sick. We were going to have some girl, all like the Girl Scout families and stuff over. We're going to do this big cookout. I cook a very, very good hamburger. Wait a minute. Was it Labor Day or Memorial Day? Labor Day. Memorial Day's in May. Labor Day's Oh, yeah. I remember we couldn't have our Memorial Day party Because Mom was sick. And me. Yeah, y'all were sick. We had to cancel our Memorial Day. <laughs> same, same kind of deal. Pastors, family, girls, cat stuff. Couldn't do it because they were sick. And then this time I got sick, and so we had to cancel. So we didn't record anything. I didn't the whole weekend. My all my time off work, I just spent just laying in a floor, wishing I were dead, feeling <laughs> awful. Uh, so nothing got done. So. Did Finny lick your face off, and you're like, Finny, Finny, you Finny are is, so lucky I can't reach my face right now. Finny is great support. I've I've had to rely on him a few when my gallbladder was going to bad, mm -hmm. and I was like writhing in pain alone, and if Finny would be there beside me. I, yeah, he's yeah, pretty pretty good dog. I don't want him, but he's pretty. good. <gasps> oh, that's how you said that. He knows, and he no. loves me anyways. It's, you think he knows that he's adopted? I don't know. Eh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, let's get to the He's not stupid. He probably knows. Oh, yeah. He's well, anyways, well, we're back from Japan. Mm -hmm. We spent all last month in Japan talking about mm -hmm. horror mangas and horror anime and horror films. Mm -hmm. We're leaving Japan and we're flying over the Midwest. We're flying over Texas. <laughs> and our. Nobody can hear you. And we're landing in Maine. To Stephen King. To Stephen King land <laughs> all this month. It comes out today. Or came out today. And I begged Daddy to <sighs> let me go see it. And Daddy said no. You want to see it so bad. And I would just be like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go right now. But I just, I haven't seen it. I don't know what kind of language it has. I don't know. I, so I don't know. I don't know how the movie Why is. Why did you guys let Colby read it? Well, he, he, although to his credit, he did read like the first like 50, 60 pages of the hey, book. I win. Point Katie. It's different. In, I don't know. It's different in a book than seeing stuff. The, the when you if you're reading a curse word, it's like it's different than hearing a bunch of curse words. I, I don't know. It's different. It's just you different. You say them in video games. I say them. I say them while I'm playing video games. Yeah. 
but not in front of you guys. I just say them so loudly that no matter where you are, upstairs or down, you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother's usually on the couch and he's like, Daddy. Yeah, sometimes he likes to sneak. Or sometimes I don't even care, but he'll like sneak. Sometimes he just likes to see how quiet he can be. And I'll, and I'm my vision's not very good, so I have to sit pretty close in front of our, our TV. And so there's a lot of room behind me, kitchen, dining room, living room. And he sneaks up behind me and he watches and I don't even know he's there. <laughs> he's very, very sneaky. Sometimes when I was little, I wouldn't like to sleep by myself because I was afraid of the dark. And I had like a day bed that was really close to the closet. So I'd sneak downstairs really quietly, except for I couldn't be completely quiet. I was kind of like a mouse, but kind of not because I stepped on that creaky spot on the stairs. Yeah, Sarah says creaky spot. Yep. Last night we found out that we have a creaky bathtub. Well, I already knew that. I did not. I stepped on a creaky spot and it just went... Yeah, it kind of creaks. You know, stuff settles. This house is... Who cares? <laughs> anyway, so we've landed in Maine. We said, I was like, alright. We've relaxed from school. We've relaxed from work. Let's get upstairs. Let's get this episode recorded. So you're drinking. You got a little bit of water to smooth, smooth, smooth your, soothe your throat. And I am drinking a, a nice tall glass of Sharkleberry Finn Kool-Aid. One of us is eight years old, and one of us is 37. You guess which one is drinking the Sharkleberry Finn Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy mm. hasn't drinking sodas in about three months, and he says, I miss my sodas. Yeah, I gotta have some kind of release. I quit sodas a couple, couple months back. Mm-hmm. No, and so I... So I keep on telling him he's the weight of his age. She's telling the weight of my age. I'm, I'm and not, I say, I'm fat. you'll I'm get fat. skinnier when you get older because you can't eat as much because your teeth are gone. I, you know, if I stay fat, I won't live long enough to be an old person to lose my teeth. So, I gotta lay off Well, sodas. maybe you will because you won't have to eat anymore. You'll be alive for the winter. <laughs> yeah, I can hibernate. <laughs> yeah, I go find a cave somewhere and curl up and sleep. You can sleep in my bed. I feel like a bear sometimes. Anywho, so... This is one of your favorite stories. Oh, yes. Why don't you tell them about how you first... I read it to you. Mm-hmm. Tell them about it. Well, Daddy, uh, he told us about Night Shift, the book, which is Boogeyman is in, and I was sleeping in Colby's room, and I, and I said, okay, but first I didn't really want to read it because it sounded really boring, and then he said, it's got horror stories, and I said, yes, 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 let's read it, and then he said, okay, uh, how about the boogeyman, that's a good one. I wonder how that came up, like, how did it come up we were talking you about looked, Night Shift? Um, um, you just, like, you were looking through there, and you said, guys, how about we read Night Shift? Well, because you were always asking me to read a story, oh, I'll read a bedtime story, and I would read you Poe, read The Raven, and Tall Tale Heart, mm-hmm. and read a lot of Poe stuff, so it was like, well, okay, well, what else? And, and he looked in Stephen King, and he said, how about Night Shift? And I that, said, that's my favorite okay. collection of short stories, it's Night Shift. Yeah, it's got like, because they're not very long, mm-hmm. you know, most of them. This is like his 11 pages. This, Yeah, it's right, yeah, good, yeah, this is 11 pages, so it's not long, it takes like 15 minutes to read. Mm-hmm. So, Daddy said, how about Boogeyman? Because he said, yeah, well, it doesn't have very many if... Uh, bad words, but it has one F-bomb. Well, the great thing about reading um, a story to a kid is that you can edit as you go. So anywhere where there's a subject matter that maybe yeah, you're I not too keen on. Word, so I didn't say it in my head. Oh, that's right, because you read it I in just, preparation. I just saw it and I didn't say it. I just saw it and I just went on. It's alright. It's not going to turn you into a deviant. Just, <laughs> yeah, don't go around saying it. I don't care if you read it. Don't go around saying it. But yeah, so that's that's one a tip for parents. I don't know if you're if you just want to read you know the family time and scary story or something like that. You can always edit it as you go instead of an S word. You can say crap. Yeah, 
And and that's nobody knows any Oops, difference. Oops, crap all the time. Who? Colby. Colby. Yeah. Right out your brother. You know, with <laughs> dry snitching. He says it in front of you guys. Mmm. Shrekleberrylicious. So okay, so that's how you guys. That's how you, I don't care. Finn's. Over, He's not allowed to eat his feet. He's. Finn has allergies, and when he has allergies, he licks his paw. But I bought some Benadryl. We're not worrying about that. We've got an audience. They want to know about Boogeyman. They don't care about Finn's paw licking allergies. <laughs> we had, and Mommy said that. Yeah, He's making kind of, me so mad. That's kind of bugging I just want to yell at him. Say well, stop. Well, he can't help it. It's just it's allergies, you know? Okay. It's like if you were sneezing a whole lot. What could you do? You know? So, yeah, so I read you guys Boogeyman. You guys really liked it. it. It's a great collection. I liked short, it more than Colby. It's a great collection of short stories, anyways, because it's got Gray Matter, which I've read to you guys quite a, bit, a couple times too, at least once. Gray Matter. It's the one where the guy drinks the beer and it starts turning him into like a gray. It's, it's told from the kid's view. They haven't seen the dad for a while. It turns out there was like some sort of bacteria that got in the beer. The dad drinking now it's turning him into like some sort of like gray slime monster, and he like eats that cat. His son spies spies on him through the door, and he sees him like pull like a dead cat out of the wall, like a hidden compartment, and, like eats it, and he's like, "Oh my god, my dad's turned into a monster." It's a great story. I can't believe you don't. How many of those type of stories have I read you? You're like looking at me like you're really having to think about it. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, Night Night Shift is a is a great collection, especially now with it coming out. Like they're re-releasing like everything the guy's done, so it it is not hard to find this book anywhere. But for the sake of today, The Boogeyman, I read that to you guys one night, and you just loved it. And since then, all the time, is like, can you read us The Boogeyman? Can you read us The Boogeyman? And every once in a while, I do. Why don't you tell them what it's about? So, there's a guy named Billings. Well, that's his last That's right, name. Lester Billings. And he goes to, like, this little place to get something mm-hmm. off his chest. And <laughs> Psychiatrist. Dr. Harper. That's right, the story opens with Billings lying on the couch... And basically, it's just therapy. You're just talking out loud and sort of sorting things out in your head. He's got a lot to sort out. Lester Billings a does. A lot. Like, he's been talking, like, over half an hour now. What 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 kind of problems does this poor guy have? Okay. He married a girl named Rosa. And well, don't bury the lead. He says he murdered his three children. I think first he said that. He said, he's like, I'm here because I killed my three kids. That's how the story starts off. That's a, that's a pretty big bombshell to drop at the beginning of a story. I need to get this off my chest. I killed my three little kids. It's like, what? Okay, so then he says, I married <laughs> a girl, and we had a kid named Dennis. You remember that? Yeah. Are you reading And off? there's Cheryl, and then there's Andrew. Oh, uh, you keep talking. I'm, I'm, I'm going to open up Wikipedia here on my tablet, and I'm going to check these names. Okay, so he has a kid named Dennis. De- uh, Dennis. Dennis. Billings is putting him to bed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like saying, "Boogeyman, Daddy, Boogeyman." Then they're little, the toddlers. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time, the firstborn, he's like a toddler, and he's and he's crying in the middle of the night, he's pointing mm-hmm. to the door, "Boogeyman, Boogeyman." Yeah, scary. So, Billings goes in. He's seated. He's going in there, and he's like, "Well, I can't just be quiet." He, like, sees something in, like, the closet. I think this is with Dennis. It might be with Cheryl. Yeah. But I'm just going to say it now. So he sees something in the darkness, like, slither. Ooh, And he left the closet door closed, but it was open just a crack. Just a crack. It's always open a crack. 
and he said, he's like thinking, what is that? And then, and then he tells Dr. Harper, the kid must have been pointing to a shadow of a stick outside of the window, shaking. Right, he's trying to kind of explain away. Because it can't be a monster, right? Come on, there's no such thing as the boogeyman. Pointing the claws, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something else scaring this kid, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a little kid, he's scared of everything. And then it cuts back to them, and it says, what's in that? And he says, like, and there's a closet in there. He's yeah. like, what's in that closet? In the, in the psychiatrist office. Yeah. Yeah, Lester's like, oh, wait, you've got a closet. What's... And it was cracked. It was open a crack. And he's like, what, what's going on? What's in there? And the and Dr. Harper said, just my coat and my shoes. And then uh, Billing said, go over there and open it. Yeah, he doesn't trust closets at this point. And then Billing walks, and then Harper walks up, and he goes and opens it. Yeah. And then there's just some uh, shoes and a coat. And then he's just like, okay, now, I'm good. Yeah, he has overshoes. Do you know what overshoes are? No. I didn't know what overshoes were. Now, we're in Texas. We don't need overshoes, I guess. So, you're wearing, like, loafers. You're wearing dress shoes. You're going to the office, right? But it's snowing or raining, I guess, which there's a lot of that in New England. So, you put these rubber shoes on over it. So, you're wearing, like, two pairs of shoes. I guess when you come in, you take off your overshoes. Ah, that seems ridiculous to me. You got these nice shoes on. Nobody even sees it because you're just when they go bad, just buy new shoes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I I don't live up there. I don't know what the weather's like. But when I looked at them. I went to like Amazon, and I looked at overshare galoshes. I think they're also called. And I was like, these look ridiculous. Like some of them are like bright orange, some of them are brown and black, like normal colors. But there was like bright ones. Like who would? Why would you be seen walking around in these? Galoshes reminds me of galoshes. They're very different, but yeah, these are, know, they, are delicious. So delicious. Oh, For those know. of you that don't know what a kalashi is, it's a pig mm. in a blanket with jalapenos in it. Yeah, it's German or Slavic. So good, like the bread smells so good. And there's a lot of it here in Texas. We've got a big German population. Uh huh. Mm, good it's like stuff. At every donut shop. Thank you, Germany. So or Czech, Czech, yeah, Czech. We got Czech. Czech. That you were gonna say. Cheese. How many times can I say Czech? Czech. Cheese, cheese. <laughs> so yeah so he's paranoid there's something in the door but there's not it's just a regular closet there's galoshes there's an overcoat that's it yeah goes and back then, down they continue the story and then or sets back down and continues uh he hears the kids scream and then we're still talking about the firstborn yeah okay and then he runs into the room and the kid is lying on his face he's he says that the kid's got like on rubber pants because he is still wetting himself. Right, yeah, because well, yeah, he had just been housebroken. He just been housebroken. <laughs> Horrible way to put it. He'd just been potty trained. So he was done with that. But since all this boogeyman stuff had, had, had kicked in, he'd, he'd gone back to like wetting himself and wetting the bed. Mm-hmm. Out of fear, obviously. So he's putting like rubber pants on the kid because he's been yeah. peeing everything. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like pretty much baby. Yeah, it's not not the kid's fault, but yeah, so yeah, so he's wearing rubber. But the look on his face, the kid has died from fright. Yeah, so it's like eyes and, are wide open. Yeah, his eyes are like wide open. And I, there's just a little tiny bit of blood. There's like one drop like of blood. That's right. Pretty terrifying, I think. <laughs> so that's how the first one dies. Very sad. So sad. then they have a baby girl that they named Cheryl. She starts going light light me light <laughs> and so the dad's like 
you can't sleep in a room with us. You gotta stay in here. You gotta have the light off because when you get older, you're gonna be like a sissy. Yeah. Cause you're afraid of the dark. Yeah, kids gotta kids gotta suck it up and get tough. Mhm. Yeah, doesn't work out too well for him. And then he goes back, and then she starts crying. The closet door is open just a crack. That's right. And yeah. she's saying, "Boogeyman, Daddy, Boogeyman." Yeah. And then he's like, "Gosh, this kid is so annoying. You gotta stay in here. You cannot come with us. You're gonna get trained badly. You're gonna be one of those spoiled kids." And then it does it again. She's crying, but then she's pointing to the closet and she says. Claws. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she actually gives a little bit of description, at least in that you know claws. Yeah, claws. claws. Yeah. And Harper says, "Well, I think she might trying to be say closet." Right. And then uh, Billing says, "No, it sounded like she was trying to say claws, like Mm -hmm. long claws." Doesn't work out for her though, does it? No. Yeah. She died too. Nice too. Yeah. So we know that. We know that something's coming from the closet. Because even though he doesn't believe the kids, we're not stupid. We know we're reading a Stephen King story. So we know that there is something in the closet. So something's coming from the closet. Something that slithers. Something that's got claws. That's all I need to know. I'm out. I'm out. That's scary. But after um, Cheryl dies, the mom goes crazy. So she has to go to the hospital. Right, yeah. Yeah, has a hard time with two kids in a row. Dying, yeah, and and they wait like a couple years. There's like a couple years. There's like some gap in between, and then they decide to have Another the last kid. the last one. But no, no, a, a year. Yeah, it says here that a, a year after they lost their second child, Rita, his wife, became pregnant again. So and they've moved. They they've moved. They're in a completely different place. Their 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 lives are they're they're on a pretty good path. Mm-hmm. They got a different home. But they're doing okay. The boogeyman. Right, but the first year in the new house, nothing happened. Like, nothing's happened for a while. And so they think that maybe they're okay. But they had but, a kid named Andrew. That's right, Andrew. Andrew Lester Billings. Wow, good job. I just remember that. I've been trying to remember and it said Lester. It makes me think of leather. But, it, yeah, it took a while, though, for the incident to begin happening again with the third child because they moved mm-hmm. and the boogeyman had to find him. It's been mm-hmm. it spent that whole time searching for him again. So the mom's gone crazy. Uh, he's laying there, and he's, like, sleeping on the couch. It's, and it says that he had a, li- a dream where the boogeyman had come to get him. And then he thinks, oh, no, it's going to find us. It traveled through the sewers. Right, yeah. It found us again. And so he, he woke up, and he thinks, oh, no, it's going to be behind me. It's going to have its long <laughs> claws ready to Scratch my head off. Well, yeah, he's having a hard time letting go of it, too, because when the daughter was screaming, he didn't um, he didn't go in there to save her. I mean, it, it, it's not really a quiet death. Like, they're screaming when they die. But with the firstborn, like, they kind of wanted to wait it out. Because, you know, it's that idea of, like, just let them cry it out. You know, when you're a baby, just let them cry it out. They'll go back to sleep. Well, he cried it out, all right, because the kid died. And with the daughter... Uh, Lester kind of knew what was happening. Inside he knew that something bad was happening, but he didn't want to go in there and see it himself. So he's lived with that kind of guilt of like, she died and I did nothing. So now he's very protective, uh, or he's more protective of his new son. Oh, but before all this, um, 
he called the police over and he lied to the police and he said that she might have had brain damage and choked on her tongue. Yeah, the, yeah, he blamed it on like convulsions. Or tried to get out of her crib. Yeah, blamed it on convulsions. Mm-hmm. So, so it's starting again. It's starting again. Rita has to leave though because her mother's sick. Mm-hmm. Her, her no, Asian mother's. No, she got in a car wreck and she wasn't suspe- uh, suspected to live. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So Rita left to go take care of her to be with the family. Mm-hmm. So Lester and Andrew are home alone. Yeah. And, and it's all starting again. And Lester woke up. And then he hears the door open and then close. He thinks it's the monster. Is it coming in? Is it going out? And then yeah. all the doors start. Bloom, 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 bloom. Yeah. Like they start shutting and opening. He hears Andrew scream. So he rushes in there. He doesn't even stop to think. Oh, what if the kid's got to just cry it out? He runs in there. Yeah. And then he sees it. He sees it. And it's and it's choking him. Like it's got the boy. It's it and he and he said that he heard it break his neck. Yeah, that's right. He's got him in his hands and he's shaking him and he can hear his neck snap. And the closet door was open. Just a crack. Yeah, well at that point then he um uh Lester leaves. Like uh, fear overcomes him. Like he went in there to save his son. But once he sees all that, he's like, I, I can't, you know, his mind just snaps. He and runs out to an all-night diner. Exactly. He goes to an all-night diner, kind of waits it out, gets his nerves. He comes back to the house, and his son is dead on the floor. Oh, wait. Um, so Lester's there in his house, and he hears the clock, and he, and he listens, and he can hear something under the clock. Move, something slishy. Like moving in a stealthy way, but not too stealthy. Only <laughs> oh, a little stealthy. Because it wanted you to hear it. That's right. Yeah, because well, that's it gets, what it actually says in the book. It yeah. says, but not too stealthy. It gets off on the fear. Like the fear is what it wants. It, it, it's almost like Pennywise in it. Like it wants the kids to be afraid because they taste better. The fear makes them taste better. So it's the same way, kind of like with the boogeyman. I wonder, wonder if this was kind of like a precursor to sort to it. In the sense that it stalks children, and grown-ups are afraid of it. Grown-ups kind of turn a blind eye to it as it as it stalks children and kills them. But it also it feeds off that fear too. It wants them to be. It could kill them day night one. It could just sneak in and choke them to death, and that'd be it. But it keeps coming back, keeps coming back, and plays off that fear. That's mm-hmm. that's really frightening. The fact that it toys with mm-hmm. toys with children. So it, so he comes back. Child's dead. And, and the cops come and clean up the mess, and that's where we are. After that, he comes to the psychiatrist's office mm-hmm. to tell his story, and that catches us up to the present. Harper says, why don't you make two or three appointments with the nurse? Yeah, he's like, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> so, why don't you make an appointment and come back? Okay, and then uh, Billing says, okay, I'm going to leave now. So he left, mm-hmm. and then he was going to make an appointment, but then... But his little nurse says, yeah, we're not here right now. Yeah, there's no nurse out there. So he goes back, but, but he goes back to the room and he says, Harper, um, the nurse is not here right. The, he sees something out of the closet. And That's right, the closet's it. open. So nice. And so he goes to the closet and opens it, and it's the boogeyman. No, the boogeyman comes out. Oh, the boogeyman comes out of the closet? It has okay. the Harper, it has it's, uh, it's, Dr. Harper's mask. It's a disguise, like the the psychiatrist this whole time has been the boogeyman. The, boogeyman. the ending, I, I think this ending is pretty terrible. Yeah, it just ends with him holding the knife in his wet... Well, he's, he's, got the, he's got the mask. Claw. He's holding the guy's mask, and he's like, so nice, so nice. 
eyes or whatever. Yeah, and then he takes it off and he's like, Hold. and it says, and he saw the Harper mask. Yeah. This is actually what it says. It says, he saw the Dr. Harper's mask in one of its wet green claws. Yeah, it's got green claws. But it doesn't make any sense because so um, the, and the story is good. It's a good story. It's told really. It's told really well, except for like this last like couple paragraphs. So are we to believe that the boogeyman like is is he like a licensed psychiatrist? Is this is oh, this like maybe, a side job? And maybe also, he wanted. Did he uh, rent this building? Maybe he <laughs> wanted to feel. Maybe he wanted to see Billing sad. I get that he would want to see Billing sad, but what a crazy bit of circumstance that. That Billings would choose to like see a psychiatrist. This like, like did did the boogeyman know that that Billings had set up an appointment with this psychiatrist, and then the boogeyman like killed that psychiatrist and assumed his identity, or did he happen to pick the one practice that the boogeyman is actually in, or was this all like some elaborate? Like where'd the nurse go? He, is he the nurse in on away. it? Who knows? Like it, none of it makes any sense. It just seems like it was there for a. A cheap scare, and it doesn't make any sense that he would show up. And and he's like this slithery creature in, in sewers, and the and so he's like yeah, it follows them through the sewers, right? So it's like, does he not smell? And how convincing is this mask? I mean, and at no point did it look like he was like a guy wearing a mask. I don't know, like, and what does so nice mean? Like he's I, no, I'm, maybe he says it's so nice that your kids died. Maybe, but I don't know. Like he. He never talks to the, in the story. So, like, when he's killing the kids, he never says anything. So we don't know what does so nice mean. I'll just go out and say it. It's a weak ending. I don't know. What did you think? Do you like the ending? Am uh, I... I don't really get it. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just bad. You don't get it. Because it doesn't make any sense. That's why you don't get it. It's not your fault. It's Stephen King's fault. It's kind of a crappy ending. I know suddenly this, this review took, like, a, a really weird left turn into me kind of, like, hating on it. <laughs> I really like this story. But I think this ending's stupid. And it's only like the last like couple paragraphs, so I'm not going to fault a, ten and a half good pages for a couple paragraphs that are pretty weak. So whenever we're done with this, we're going to watch the Boogeyman shorts. Yeah, well, in 82, in 82, they made like a half hour long film based on it. And I happen to own it. It was like this VHS collection, uh, Stephen King's Night Shift collection. Two startling stories of macabre from horror master Stephen King. And it's got The Woman in the Room, which is a really lame story, directed by Frank Darabont, who's a really lame director. Yeah, I said it. And it has Boogeyman. And The Boogeyman, directed by Jeff Shiro. Jeff Shiro. Never heard of him. I'm Jeff. Yeah, so the film was made in 82, and then this tape was put together in 93. I don't know where I got this from. I have no idea. Maybe a Walmart somewhere in Missouri. I bought this when I spent my summers with with my grandmother in Missouri. The I must have bought it somewhere in Missouri. The one, the picture on the back of the boogeyman, the picture of Billings. It looks so weird. Well, I don't know. It's like it's holding his out. chest. And he's bald. Well, yeah, it's not going to be good because this was like made in like eighty one, eighty two. So it's going to be terrible. But. Anyways. I don't care. I still want to watch it. So, that's in the review. Uh, you know, it's a good story to read to the kids. There's only a couple of parts, some some foul language or something like that. Because we didn't really go into it. But Lester's a real kind of rough, kind of um, uh, archy bunker kind of guy. So there's some, you know, some language a little bit that you kind of edit as you read. But it's a good story for kids. 11 pages. Doesn't take very long to read through. It's a fun story. I really like it. Kids love it. I like it. Can't go wrong with it. 
We've got um, we've got listeners in South Africa. I don't know if in the last episode if we mentioned Austria. We got listeners in Austria. Oh, we talked about Canada last time because I was like, "Hey, you oozers. We've got uh, we got listeners in Austria. So hello, Austria. Uns chocolate. And we've got <laughs> and we've got some listeners in South Africa. So uh, say hi to the people in Egypt. We know you're all right there together. So wait, wave to Egypt for us. We haven't. You people that make the chocolate. You must get me a little freezer and then put me some chocolates in it and then smell it to me. <laughs> smell it to you? Smell it. Oh, mail it to you. Yeah, so thank you for the thank you uh thank you for listening. Thank you for telling friends and hello new listeners. If you do who tell me who you are and I will send a photograph of me signed <laughs> by she's, me. She's not doing that. Uh she just Oh, I will. She's talking out of her booty. I, we don't have I money will. for that's I will. photographs of an eight-year-old girl signed to people. Because it's all like grown men listening to this show. That's weird. I'm not doing that. Sorry, guys. You're out of luck. Get your little girls over here and start listening to me. That's what this podcast is for. Well, we also we also haven't talked about our affiliate Blueberry, Blueberry.com. Sorry, Blueberry. Blueberry.com we for all of your of you. for all of your podcast domain needs. It's who we use to host this podcast and to put us on Google Play. And um, Apple Apple Podcast app, all that good stuff. Uh, they want to give you a free month of podcasting goodness. All you got to do is go to the website at uh, blueberry.com. There's no E's in blue or berry. Blueberry.com. Put in the promo code CRYPT and you can get a free month of their uh, amazing service, friendly service. I love these guys. So I'm happy to offer that to you guys. Uh, and... Come up with something. Do a little podcast action, you know, and let us know because we'd like to listen to it. So um, my daddy listens to horror of nachos. Well, I do a little bit. I one of them, the horrors of nachos and hamatash. And they did an episode nachos. this week of Uzumaki. They're doing Uzumaki like us. I think they're ripping us off. Quite honestly, how dare you? Yeah, it's not as good. I will hunt you down in the deepest part of wherever you are if you do not treat my me and my daddy with respect. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who we are. Yeah, they have no idea who we are. I listen to them. They, I, I guarantee you they don't listen to me. Listen to me. But yeah, they're doing... I thought it was kind of funny. They're doing Uzumaki a week after we are. Except it's taking them three hour long episodes. You copycat. They're doing three hours of Uzumaki and we did it in half an hour. Ugh. Yeah. We do it much better than they do. Talk about editing. Here we are firing shots at a bunch of people that don't even know us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Head over there to the... Uh, Apple Podcast app. Leave us some stars. Leave us a review. All right, everybody. So I think that's going to be it for for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today. We're going to watch this uh, little, I don't know what we're watching here, The Boogeyman. Yeah. And then we're going to go back to watching Pet Cemetery, a good movie, yeah. and review that for you guys. Until next week, at our regularly scheduled time, stay scary. Mm-hmm.